Okie dokie, folks. Welcome to the Roots Report podcast, presented by Motif Magazine and sponsored by The Parlor, R1 Entertainment, the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, Graysale Brewing of Rhode Island, and SE Microphones. I am your host, John Fusick. Today we have comedic magician Piff the Magic Dragon. Piff and Puddles Pity Party will be bringing Piff and Puddles Misery Loves Company Tour to the Veterans Memorial Auditorium on Thursday, September 29th at 7.30 p.m. Hi, John. It's Piff the Magic Dragon. Hey, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? All right. Where are you? In Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Now, you have a, uh, a residency out there, don't you? Yeah, I do, at the Flamingo Hotel and Casino. And you have your own theater named after you. I did. Then we moved into the even bigger theater, uh, which is called the Flamingo Showroom. So it's not the Piff the Magic Dragon Theater anymore? Sadly not. It's the uh, I share it with um, RuPaul. So I, I did a 7 p.m. show, and RuPaul does the 9.30 p.m. show. Oh, cool. So you've been doing that for years now, haven't you? Yeah, seven years. Wow. Oh, that's a that's a good gig yeah it's great i love it what got you into this uh whole piff the magic dragon thing to start off with how did take me back to the beginnings of the the infancy of piff well i was i was a, a magician before now how did you get into magic what made you get into magic i did it as a kid you know i like saw some people form magic and i loved it and you know i wanted to learn so i I, I got some magic kits and I got some books and I practiced and, and it became a, a little income for me when I was at university. So um, and I thought, I wonder whether I could do this as a job instead of instead of whatever else I was doing. So that was how it started. And then I, I, I started doing it professionally, but I've got, I've got just a naturally grumpy face. <laughs> so I just look like something deeply wrong. And I was getting fired everywhere. People were like, we don't want you at our wedding doing magic tricks because you look too grumpy. <laughs> so so I was losing all my work. And then one day to a costume party and I said to my sister, do you have a costume to wear? She said, yeah, I've got a dragon outfit under my bed. And I didn't ask any more questions, accepted it as fact. <laughs> and uh, went to this party and no one else was in costume. It was just me. Now, how can you have a costume party without costumes? Well, apparently they all changed their minds at the the last minute and someone forgot to tell me. <laughs> so then I was like walking around this cost, this party and, um, you know, appropriately grumpy for once. And my friend said to me, you should do this in your act. You could be Puff the Magic Dragon. And I said, wait, I could be Piff the Magic Dragon. You might have heard of my older brother, Steve. And I was like, God, that's funny enough to try. So I tried it and it was like instantly, instant. it was an instant hit. Because I had all the magic skills, and this was just a way to make me socially acceptable. And, um, you know, I, so I went on the comedy circuit in the UK and, and worked my way up and started doing my own hour-long shows. So it's actually not even a dragon costume you have. It's like a lizard or something, isn't it? Right. I don't even know what it is, yeah. <laughs> is it the same costume you've always had, of you, or have you no. worn it out? No, th that... I only wore that first costume twice, once at the party, and then I did one show with it. But it was like made from like the same material that they make tents from, you know, camping tents. Oh, okay. Crazy hot inside. Oh yeah. Uh, with sweat, and it didn't really fit me, so I like duped over. So as soon as I could, I got a new one made. How did you go from puff to piff, though? One of those off-the-cuff comments. Oh, okay. I said it, and I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, but you do comedy, too. Yeah. Now, did you have you ever done stand-up comedy without the costume, or is it just something that's incorporated into your act? I, I've done it a bit without the costume, but um, mainly 
just do it in, you know it's i just incorporate it in into the act because you know i like i like kind of combining that mixture of magic and comedy and at heart i guess i'm a magician who were your magicians that you were looking up to when you were younger people like penn and teller uh now amazing. you've worked with them you've 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 yeah. actually yeah. consult for them now uh no i used to i i worked for, i consulted for them for about a year and it was my job to come up with the worst ideas in the room <laughs> so one else to uh, speak their, their mind knowing that they couldn't come up with anything worse than I did so yeah I did that for a year um, and that was before America's Got Talent um, that was I, ha I had a year when I was kind of broke and living in Vegas and uh, you know didn't have a job and so um, they very kindly employed me for a bit now how did you wind up coming from the UK and winding up in Vegas I moved um, to do a I got, I got an offer to do a show in Vegas to be a small part of a big show and um you know one of these like shows that has a lot of different acts in and i signed a 10-year contract and i came over and six months later that show closed i'd moved my whole life to vegas and then i was like oh dear and what year was that it was 2013. is that when you got into the pen and teller thing after that or was it after america's got talent no it was it was that was um after that show closed yeah i was working for pen and teller a bit and I was kind of kicking my heels around uh, in Vegas, trying to trying to get trying to get my own show. And in the end, I realised that I needed to be more famous, people to uh, want to buy a ticket to the show. So that's when I went on America's Got Talent. Now you didn't win; you were one of the runners-up or something. There was a billboard in Vegas, um, which had it was Terry Fater, who was one of the winners, and I think he won the second year. And it said, "The winner of America's Got Talent." And I always thought it'd be really funny to have a billboard that said Piff the Magic Dragon, the loser of America's Got Talent. <laughs> so my plan was to get to the finals and then shoot Mr. Pilvers out of a cannon and then go down in flames. <laughs> and that's what you well, did, right? I did. And it worked out well because the next day I got a show in Las Vegas. And I'm <laughs> later we put up that billboard i, I did see I, I watched a video last night of of you shooting him out of the can and that was bizarre yeah to say the least now is mr piffle still around he is how old is he now he must be about 10 years old or so isn't he he's older than that he's oh is he he's, yeah now is he do you have plans for his retirement we do but uh, i think he's got a few more years left in him he's a chihuahua and you know we take him to the vets all the time and they're like dog couldn't be healthier Oh, that's good. Yeah, fingers crossed. Now, how does he how does he re react to being part of your show? I know some dogs aren't very cooperative. From what I read, you you just you did something with a dog one one show, and then you went out and got Mister Piffles the next yeah. day. Now, yeah. how did you select him? Was he just just random, and he just wound up lucky, or did you go through a bunch of dogs to figure out who was going to work in the act? No, it was just random and lucky. He was a he was a Chihuahua, and and um, I wanted to get a Chihuahua, and he was a, he's actually a rescue dog. Oh, that's so, good. So yeah, it just kind of I just lucked out with him. I mean, for the first couple of months, he looked like a drowned rat because <laughs> because he comes from such a bad place. It was only like six months later that he's kind of blossomed into this pedigree style show business dog. And he has a little costume as well. He does, yeah, yeah. And and no harm has ever come to Mr. Piffles, right? No, he's no. done. He's done great. Has anybody ever called the SBCA on you? Um, no, no. I mean, obviously, well, obviously, it's, it's magic tricks. Right, so. right. I mean, it's obviously no harm comes to you, but you know how people are these days. They're I so know. like, oh. And yeah, but no, we've been fortunate. Well, that's good. You went on tour with Mumford and Sons for a bit. How was that? That was great. Yeah, we toured. Um, that seems like an odd pairing. Uh, 
Well, you know, like often musicians have comedians opening for them, and um, we'd met at a gig before, and they thought it was really funny, and they, you know, they asked if I'd do it, and I, I thought, yeah, I'll give it a shot, and it was, it was a lot of fun. We did a bunch of theaters, and they were like two thousand, three thousand seat theaters, and it went really well. And then we did a bunch of arenas, and it was a nightmare. <laughs> Why was it a nightmare? Because you know you got twenty thousand people, uh, all, all wondering where the that annoying dragon is um the half the times half the times i did great and half the times i died uh, i died a death out there but uh, you know it was a fun time overall you actually performed at the globe theater yeah how that that must have been that's a historic that's like a hugely historic venue that's pretty cool that you got to play there yeah that was great i can't remember why we did it but yeah i did my i did i did my act there um and uh it's great because it's like a, it's it's like the it's like an open air theater so um so you just pray it's not raining now did shakespeare haunt you at all no i think he was honored that we were uh, taking that stage well, that's good well he had he always had some comedy in his stuff his you know though yeah. most people these days don't understand it because they don't un- understand Elizabeth elizabethan english but and you've also done the secret policeman's ball which is kind of cool yeah that was a i won a competition to do the shortest gig and it was 15 seconds 15 was- seconds on the secret policeman's ball yeah yeah <laughs> what did you do in 15 seconds i said good evening my name's pistol dragon you might have heard of my older brother steve and then i left now isn't that something that the prince charles goes to or is is that the prince's trust concerts i can't remember yeah the prince's trust concerts i think i remember i know the secret policeman's ball i have a couple of the uh, well this is how long ago i got them they were cassettes now there was a lot there was a lot of music on that show wasn't there yeah who else was on part of that show that was how I met Mumford and Sons. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Coldplay were there as well. You know, you're you're a Brit. You you were born in London, South London. Um, yeah, South East London. Now, I I got to ask the question because it's you know the big news is the Queen passed away. How do you feel about that? Everybody has mixed emotions about that. Yeah, I think it's the end of an era, you know, for sure. So, um, it was it was sad news. Now, are you a U.S. citizen now, or you're still a Brit? Uh, I got a green card. Okay, wondering, because I always wonder why people come to the America and stay here, because sometimes their other countries aren't so bad. Now, what do you think of the new uh, Prime Minister in, in the UK? Any any thoughts on that? Fortunately, I, I uh, haven't done my research. <laughs> <laughs> so what do, you, what do you think about the United States? How do you like living in Vegas? I love Vegas. You know, people come from all over the world to be here. So, um, you know, every night you just get this crazy mix of an audience and um you know it's kind of like the mecca of magic it's like where um you know where the best in the world are and it's great to be there now do you go out on the strip and do any uh street magic anymore or do you just reserve that for the theater now um i did some with you shot a special um which is out now on youtube called reptile dysfunction and i did some stuff in the streets for that uh but i tend to kind of keep my performing to the theater where people have to pay to see it now you hooked up with puddles pity party and you're doing the misery loves company tour now how did you hook up with puddles i know him from doing <clears throat> from doing like the edinburgh festival and from uh, touring australia so we you know we were buddies on those on those festivals i only know a little bit about puddles i've seen a couple of his videos what what is exactly he does? I mean, I, I realize he dresses up as a clown and sings, and he, he plays guitar, too, doesn't he? No, 
Oh, I thought, I thought he. I thought I saw him with the guitar once. Tell then me, maybe, maybe he does actually. I think you're right. Tell me what he does. He uh, sings very sad songs, uh, very, very beautiful songs, and uh, the audience love it. He just, you know, he does song after song, and um, people go crazy for it. I mean, he's got a great voice. I mean, he's got an amazing voice. Yeah, he's got an amazing voice. Now, is he solo with a band, is it? Solo. Okay. So, who is up first in this show? You're coming to Veterans Auditorium on uh, September 29th. And what kind? tell me about the show. What? How does this show go? Who's up first? How, about how long does it run? What can we expect at the show? Uh, we both do between 45 minutes to an hour. I go first in puddles, and then we do one trick at the end together and um you know it's a, it's all right if you like what you saw on america's got talent you're gonna love the show now do you stick to the stage or you wander out in the audience i stick to the stage are there cameras to show like any close-up stuff because i know that with the kind of magic i saw you doing you kind of need to see what's going on is it is it yeah we have a camera we have a camera person and they um they film they film it so you can see all the little details. Now, are you going to be dragging people out of the audience for this? Yeah. Do you go deep into the audience or you stick in the front row? No, I go deep. There's no safe seat. <laughs> that's what I was wondering. Cause <laughs> that's the last thing I want to do is be dragged up on stage. Even though I'm a performer, I'm a musician, I, I spend a lot of time on stage. My, I hate going up when I'm not performing, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I think, you know, keep your head down, you'll be safe. <laughs> Do you get risque in your performance, or is it pretty safe for all all walks of life, or is it R-rated? Or no, I, I sort of say PG thirteen. How about Puddles? Does he stay PG thirteen as well? Yeah, he's safe. He's safe. Now, how far is this tour taking you? You you know you mentioned Australia and stuff. It sounds like you've been you've toured quite a bit. Yeah, this this year we're just doing um, some East Coast dates and some stuff around Texas. Now, where is the place that you're most popular besides Vegas? I don't know. You know we. Um, we did really well in Dallas, Texas, for some reason. So, uh, do you do West Coast at all, or do you do cover the whole country? And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've toured for years, so we've kind of been almost everywhere now. Now, where do you take it when you go out of the country? What countries are on your list that you've been to? Ma- mainly England, mainly England and, Sc- and Scotland. Um, that you know, those are the uh, and we used to do Australia, but you know, since we've been in Vegas, more and more, we just we tend to do more Vegas and less touring as the years go by. That sounds like I just watched the Elvis movie, and that kind of sounds like what he did. Yeah. So you're very Elvis. Don't don't eat a lot of fried but peanut butter banana sandwiches and get on the toilet. You might die because you're about the age he died. I'm the same age. Yeah. <laughs> Are you? Uh, is your name a secret? I, I have your name here. Is it a secret? Are you incognito with your name and just go by Piff, or is your name something that no, can not, be revealed? It's not, it's not a secret, but most people. Most people end up calling me Piff because it's easier to remember. John Vanderput, is that correct? Yeah. Now, you have an assistant, and her name is Jade Simone, and she's a Vegas showgirl. Yeah. Now, she does she tour with you? She does, yeah. Now, she's also your wife. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Oh, I thought I saw, I saw her written down that she was your wife. Uh-oh, she better not hear this, or she'll want to be your wife. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Now, how did you um, connect with Jade? Now, was she part of uh, the sh- all the show all along, or did she come in after being your your girlfriend, or how did that happen? We were we were doing we were doing a show in Vegas. Like I was the um, special, I was a male special guest star, and she was the female special guest star. And 
we met and uh, hit it off and started dating and then um i got my own show in vegas and i said to her hey do you want to be a part of it and um luckily for me she said yes and she's been a part of it ever since i saw something like she has had her own shows i mean she's a, a dance girl a show girl what does she do in her own type of show yeah she's she's been um you know part of uh review shows as a, as a show girl as a dancer for many years now she dresses up like a Vegas dancer as part of your show, or does she wear a costume like a dragon as well? No, she has her own showgirl outfit. And what is it that she does? She she's your assistant, and she does all the you know the the vanner things where she points and kind of or or she exists. Uh, so, you know, she's got her own character, so she you know she's kind of a funny um, assistant who helps me out on 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 the magic, looks after the dog, and uh, generally gives the audience a good time. So how long are you um, you're gonna you're gonna do this character for the rest of your life? Or are you getting tired of it at this point? Or is this something you think that you're gonna work till you die? Who knows? You know, I, I thought it would be a like five minute bit, but it's just grown and grown. So who knows what happens next? So you obviously enjoy doing it. It's something that you're you're grateful for doing, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, anything else you want to add about what folks can expect on September 29th at Veterans? Um, no, I don't think so. You know. I'll be there, Mr. Piffles will be there, Puddles will be there, so come for the dog and stay for the clown and the dragon. All right, well, I think that's about it. Any, if there's anything else you want to add, please do. Um, and hopefully we'll get to see you that show. I haven't seen you or Puddles other than videos, so hopefully I can get to the show. Yeah, great. It sounds like a fun time. I appreciate you taking the time and giving me a call. Thanks, buddy. Okie dokie. Thanks to Piff the Magic Dragon for being part of this episode of the Roots Report podcast. The Misery Loves Company tour with Piff and Puddles Pity Party splashes down at Veterans Memorial Auditorium on Thursday, September 29th at 7.30 p.m. For more info, reptile dysfunction, over to thevetsri.com. The Roots Report podcast is presented by Motif Magazine and sponsored by The Parlor, R1 Entertainment, The Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, Graysale Brewing of Rhode Island, and SE Microphones. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.